0: The Six Thirty Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye, weekdays at two on Six Thirty Chad.
1: I wanted to draw your attention to this story, which has been a, a part of of my heart for about the past ten years now, um, and I just want to set it up for you before we 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 start talking to our next guest. Um, if you go back to July twenty fifth, two thousand and seven. The Burgess family of Edmonton, well, that day would change their life forever. They dropped their three-year-old daughter off at daycare, and except for some fussing, because she had some molars coming in, it was a normal morning for their little girl. But all that changed hours later when the day home called her parents to tell them Alana was having trouble waking up from her nap and that... And then she had a seizure. She was rushed to the stallery, but despite the efforts, doctors couldn't figure out what was causing her seizures. Soon doctors were doing CPR, and then a CT scan showed no no blood circulating to her brain. She was brain dead, and two days later, little Elan was taken off life support. For the past three years now... Her dad, Peter Burgess, has made it his mission to brave the elements and raise money for the Stollery Children's Hospital. He's at it again this year at the Rainbow Valley Campground, where he joins us this afternoon. Hi, Peter.
0: Hi, Jalen. So nice to talk to you again. So
1: nice to talk to you. And you know what? Um, I was just going to ask you off the top, you know, hearing your family's story, it still must be like a, a kick in the gut for you.
0: It is. It's uh, it, it's, uh, it's a kick in the gut every day, um, and particularly the days I'm down here when I, I'm thinking of my kids and my family, and and I'm talking to uh, uh, spoke to another dad today who had a had an experience with their his child.
1: They say uh, they... passing
0: away. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, Peter. You know, they say that you know. Time heals all wounds. I don't necessarily be, necessarily believe that. Do you?
0: No, Jalen. Um, time changes <laughs> uh, things, and and uh, you feel things in different ways. But uh, the loss of a child or any anybody, um, uh, it stays with you, and and uh, it doesn't get. Better it just gets
1: different mm-hmm. tell us about your beautiful blonde curly headed blue eyed daughter
0: oh Elan. Elan <laughs> was uh, she was a princess and uh, she was in charge <laughs> and she uh, she let us all know that um, sort of the first words I heard Elan say i was we were playing in the in the in the living room, and I was done, and uh, so I started to walk upstairs, and I got up two stairs, and she toddled out like toddlers do, and pointed at me and said, "Daddy, get down." <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was Elan. She was uh, she knew what she wanted, and uh, nobody pushed her around. And uh, having a weak spot, she probably got everything she wanted to. <laughs>
1: So she would have been 15 now, right? Uh, uh, yeah, she would have been, uh,
0: actually, yeah, 15 going on 16.
1: 15 so. going on 16. And all of these years later, we still don't know what happened to her.
0: No. Um, and that's something we're never going to know. No. And uh, that's, that's not for lack of trying. Um, uh, there was, because, you know, we were concerned maybe this was a genetic Mhm. Uh, issue or something, and and there was all sorts of 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 medical testing done, and and we're just really never going to know what what happened.
1: So, over the past number of years, you have decided that um, one of the ways to, to honor her memory and to raise money for the stallery is to be a freezing father and camping out down at uh, the river valley campground. Why that?
0: Um, you know Jane this this is something that that really started with you. Uh, Candace, my wife and I did our our first ever of public talk about Elan uh, for the radios on with you, mm-hmm. and it kind of gave me a a kick to think you know maybe I need to do something more uh, more than just that and as a as a boy, I was very fortunate <laughs> to be in boy scouts and and whatnot and i i we did winter camping and the first year we did this, we were raising money for uh for neonatal neonatal warming beds
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it was kind of a a connection uh me sleeping out in the cold so the babies could be warm mm-hmm. and uh, so that's where it started and uh, uh we're in in year four now um four years older and a little bit creakier, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's been pretty warm this week, so well, I can't complain.
1: Yeah, that, that's going to change, though, in the coming days, Peter. I have to tell you, I'm not sure if you've looked at the forecast, but it's supposed to get awfully darn cold uh, later on this week. Um, one of the things that you always told me um, and you always found it so important was how the Stollery didn't just take care of Elon, but took care Of you, your wife, your son, while everything was going on, while you were making the decision to say goodbye to your daughter, and in the minutes, hours, days afterwards. And that is something that has always been so very important to you. And I think... I, I think that the families who have gone through the Stollery know this, and if you've been lucky enough that you haven't had to, and, and I hope that you never do, you always wanted to make sure that people know that it's just not about the patient; it's about the family as well, isn't it?
0: It is. It's uh, the Stollery has a has, it's a family centered care model, and and uh, they have uh, they have a program, uh, the Child Life Program, which uh, you know, psychologists and, and counselors and and uh, social workers. Uh when you're in the stallery you're surrounded um and supported. And uh there you know it, it's a very traumatic thing and um you know no no parent is prepared for their child to be ill like that mm-hmm. and and no parent is prepared i certainly wasn't prepared to to speak to ben about you know the fact that his sister wasn't coming home
1: and they were so close
0: oh my goodness jalen he was <laughs> i had always emphasized with ben that he he needed to c- take care of his sister and he was his sister's protector and uh and i you know every parent will say this but they never fought <laughs> Um uh they were so close and Ben you know, Ben uh he he took care and looked out for his sister and they loved each other and and to have to say to Benjamin, um, you know, uh your sister isn't coming home um mm. is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Peter um,
1: Yeah. Has, has that? I don't know. I was going to ask you: Has that gotten any better? I mean, I, I'm thinking about the fallout uh, from that, the impact of of losing a child on a, on a on a mom, on a dad, on a, on a brother, who was, you know, her, her protector. I mean, it, it's not just immediate days afterwards. We're we're talking. Sometimes this can be lifelong challenges. Oi. And, and you've been, and well, you've been, and you've been vocal about mental health and the importance of it.
0: Yeah, it, it's. Let me first say that that my son Benjamin um, has he's he's going to university to be a, a an elementary school teacher. Awesome. And I think that speaks to to the person he is, and and also to the help that we got at the Stallery those days. Um you know, I say, I say this, losing someone never goes away. Mm-hmm. And um, as men uh, in particular, sometimes we don't necessarily process or deal with, with issues uh, like this uh, properly. And, you know, I, I, we were both focused on being strong and and uh i have no problem saying that that last year and this year have been the most difficult that i've faced and i don't like to throw this term around because you hear it a lot but ptsd and and mental mental health issues are are huge um and uh part of my goal is to to wear uh, raise awareness uh uh of these mental health issues and, and to let people know uh it's okay to to feel and it's okay to be uh to be vulnerable. Um it's it's not all about being strong because uh because there's not a day that I go that goes by that I don't think about inland and, and that it doesn't hurt. Um Hurts a little bit differently than it did two weeks ago.
1: Peter, uh, last year I think your goal this year again is fifteen thousand dollars. Last year I think you raised over thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, which was which was pretty amazing. What are you hoping for this year, and and where's that money going to go?
0: Our our goal this year is fifteen thousand dollars again, and and you know we understand that that it's a hard hard economy and and people are hurting out there so you know we're also here uh, to raise awareness of the stallery and uh and this year we're we're looking at two different uh, things one is is a uh, uh a, a counseling uh, crisis intervention um a program for the staff at the Stollery wow. who who have to face um, traumatic events like this every every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, let me tell you that that uh, the doctors and the nurses and all the staff are are so personally invested in those kids. Um, I I honestly don't know how they. How they do it, because there are some incredibly happy stories that come out of the dollar, and most of them are happy. But there's some, also some, some sad ones, and and those have got to take a toll. And I guess the other thing is we there's a there's a brand new pediatric ICU. Uh, it's bigger, it's better, uh, and uh, so we're trying to raise funds for some. Uh, some new equipment for that that area and um but the Story' is about people yeah uh there's all kinds of equipment but it's the people who are 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 taking care of our children um they're amazing and they're what makes the Story the the best in the world
1: Peter Burgess is a Freezing Father. His fundraiser for the Stollery underway now at the Rainbow Valley Campground. You can stop by, say hi. If you want to go and have a chat with him, you can. He'd love to see you. Um, If you can make a donation, the website is freezingfather.org. You can click on the donate button. You're about about $7,000 in so far, Peter. Um, Peter, I'm hoping that you'll be able to check in with us over the coming days. Um, How long are you planning on staying out there
0: uh friday night at uh 6 p.m i will be in whatever vehicle there is here
1: <laughs> <laughs> and in a hot bath somewhere <laughs>
0: home to a to a shower first
1: okay. and then a bed
0: peter. um and please check in anytime, Jalen. jaylen you're you've got a special place
1: in our heart uh, well peter i want to thank you for for letting me um tell your daughter's story, your family's story so many years ago, and you know, it's always had a special place in my heart, and um, I just wish you the absolute best over the coming days, and we'll keep everybody updated, okay?
0: Thanks so much, All Have right. a great. All right,
1: thank you. Peter Burgess is joining me this afternoon A Freezing Father. If you want to donate, freezingfather.org.